With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome into the House of Jerks. I am your host of the House of Jerks, Brian Sign, presented to you by Belly Up Media. Today is a bonus edition of the podcast, and today we'll be answering listeners' email. The email today is from Raleigh, who lives in Raleigh, North Carolina. His question is, watching a game recently, the announcer said that there had been eight block shots, but there were only six shots showing. How is this possible? Raleigh, that's a great question. And since we're reading it on the podcast on the House of Jerks, you're going to be getting a House of Jerks puck. If anyone else would like one of these cool hockey pucks, send us an email to the House of Jerks podcast at bellyupsports.com. Raleigh will be getting that out to you. So like I said, it's a very good question and one that we're going to have to do a little bit of explaining to show you the reason why these things are different. Um, we have to define a couple terms first. So when announcers a lot of times say shots, what they're actually referring to is shots on goal. And a shot on goal is different than just a shot. However, at every arena, in any hockey arena you go to, whether it's youth hockey all the way up to the NHL, they have on the Jumbotron or on the scoreboard, SOG, which is shots on goal. And in my humble opinion, this is the most overrated and worthless statistic that is kept in hockey. So let's start with that. What is a shot on goal? Shot on goal is any shot attempt that would go in had the goaltender not been there. So basically, if you just eradicate the goaltender from the situation and they're playing five on five with no goaltenders, a shot on goal is a shot that would have been a goal. Once the goaltender's there, it's assumed that if he stops it, it's a save. If he doesn't stop it, it's a goal. So a shot on goal really only affects save percentage and whether or not it's a goal. So not all shot attempts are a shot on goal. For example, if somebody on team A shoots the puck and is trying to score, however, a defender deflects the puck or just sticks his stick in front of it and stops it completely, then it's a block, and that's not a shot on goal. So there are certain defensive teams um, like the Hurricanes, the Rangers, the Capitals, and they have a lot of really good defensemen. So the goalie never gets a chance to make the stop. So even if the goalie hadn't been in goal, it's a block by the player that took it. 
For example, the Hurricanes have Jacob Slavin, who led the team with 121 blocked shots. Now, if he hadn't blocked those shots, they would have become most likely a shot on goal. However, it was not a shot on goal because it was a blocked shot. So that's the difference. That's the reason why you can have more blocked shots than shots on goal. Theoretically, it's possible to have zero shots on goal for an entire game and 150 blocked shots. Theoretically, that's possible because they're, they're really um, defining two completely different things. Now, if you look at defensive teams like the Hurricanes and some other teams that get a lot of blocked shots, it helps the goalies because they have fewer attempts that they have to see. That's the reason why the Hurricanes this year won the Jennings Award for the fewest goals allowed all season, even though both goalies um, really never had a shot at winning the Vesna, because a lot of other people didn't view the fact that uh, they were able to, that Freddie Anderson and uh, Ronta were able to allow so few goals in, but a lot of people didn't recognize that it was also they were doing a good job. They were recognizing it as a good defensive team with a lot of blocked shots. Now you take that a step further, and there's a lot of shots that aren't even blocked, but they're edged out by a defenseman or by a, you know, like Jacobs or uh, Jordan Stahl coming back that the player is pushed off and he's trying to shoot or he's, his shot is, is misdirected. So it's not necessarily even a deflection then, but because of their defensive prowess, it is not a shot on goal because it comes nowhere near the actual goal. If you look at last year or two years ago now, goalies um, in Carolina, uh, Nemirazic and Alex Nedjevic, they looked phenomenal in goal when they were with the Hurricanes and with the defense. However, they didn't face a lot of high chance shots because the defense was so good in front of them. Thus, when they went to different teams in the offseason, they didn't look as spectacular. Uh, in fact, both of them had very, very bad seasons coming off of the seasons they had when they were with the Hurricanes. So blocks are just as important as goalie saves. They're just in different areas of the ice. So that's how there can be more blocks and shots. And oftentimes there's more blocks and goalie saves. So then you think, okay, what is shots on goal good for? It's used to determine save percentage. So that must be, if you have a good goalie save percentage, that must be that it's a good goalie, right? It's true, but that also is misleading. Why? Well, if a goalie is in perfect position and he leaves no opening to an oncoming rush, and the attempt goes wide, then it's not a shot on goal, but only because the goalie did his job. He gave him nowhere to shoot for, so he shot in what little area he thought he possibly had, and it didn't go in, but it, the goalie also didn't stop it. However, if the goalie hadn't been there, he would have had a better shot, because. but since the goalie was there and in perfect position, playing perfect defense like a goalie's supposed to do, then he had nowhere to take a shot. Likewise, if a goalie stick pokes the puck away before an attempt is made, it's a great goalie play, but it's not a shot on goal, so therefore it doesn't affect his save percentage. If a goalie is defending the only opening around a defender and it goes off the defender, also no shot on goal. So you see a lot of times really good goalies don't have 
these outrageous shots on goal and these outrageously high save percentages because they're not allowing anything to be there. So the other team oftentimes doesn't even take a shot, or when they do, there's nothing to shoot at, so they miss wildly. Now, that's not to say that good goalie saves aren't fun to watch and that they're not an integral part of the game. We look at Mike Smith in the, the playoffs. They had to outscore everybody on the other team to have a shot in Edmonton because he was letting in way too much. But you look at some people, and I'll just use uh, Freddie Anderson as an example. He doesn't leave a whole lot of the net to shoot at. So the other team might not have a lot of shots on goal, but a lot of that is because he is covering the net so much that there's nothing to shoot at. So if they try to get it in a little tiny hole that they think is there, but they're off a little bit to the left and it goes wide of the net, it's not a shot on goal. doesn't count as a shot on goal, but it does count as a shot. So again, the shots on goal is a very misleading uh, statistic. Um, then you want to take it a step further. Every time they do take a shot and it goes right into the goalie's chest, and it's an easy save that pretty much anybody can make because he's just standing there and they shoot it directly into a shot into his chest. Guess what? That is a shot on goal. So is that a great save? No. Does it mean that the offense did a great job by taking a very weak shot into the man's chest? No. All it means is that it counts as a shot on goal. Again, why it's a pretty worthless stat. If you shoot it from one end of the ice all the way down to the other and it comes dribbling down and it would go in if the goalie wasn't there, but the goalie's there. And so he just like swats it away to a teammate. It's easy stop again. But that's a shot on goal. Being in perfect position doesn't lead to shots on goal. However, a lot of times people give a lot more credence to these shots on goal. So when you're hearing somebody referring to shots in a game, question, is that an actual shot attempt? or a shot on goal. A lot of times, a team with a lot of shots is a good thing, but they might not have as many shots on goal, and when they do have shots on goal, it goes in. There's websites like uh, Quant Hockey, that's uh, Q-U-A-N-T-H-O-C-K-E-Y.com, and they keep track of shot attempts throughout the entire season. And if you look at the Hurricanes again, for example, the top shot attempt was by uh, Sveshnikov. However, the higher shooting percentage, that is shots that would become shots on goal or goals, Ajo was far better than him. So if you want to look at somebody that just slaps the puck all over the place, look at shot attempts a lot of times. If you want to look at somebody that gives up a lot of what they're hoping to be rebounds, that is a lot of shots on goal, but a lot of times they're not even trying to score. They're trying to get a hard shot into the goalie's chest that somebody else can then clean up. Justin Williams oftentimes talked about the biggest way to win is just get the puck on the net. If you get the puck on the net, you have a better chance of scoring. Not necessarily off the initial shot, but you have a better chance of scoring because you have people there that can clean it up. So personally, I believe a better um, metric of how good a, the player is isn't shots on goal, but the shooting percentage of shot attempts when they have a shot attempt are they shooting it and it's going into a crowd of people and it has no shot to to get through and they're just hoping for somebody else to clean it up or are they doing a really good job of you know getting down there and making something out of nothing 
I hope this answered your question, Raleigh. Um, once again, this has been Brian Sign with the House of Jerks in lovely Raleigh, North Carolina. If you want to move near the House of Jerks in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, you got to call Warren Sumner at 919-649-1294. Warren is the best uh, real estate agent in all of North Carolina. And if you're looking at moving to the area or you're just looking to, to buy a new home, you really need a real estate agent right now. There are so many investors out there that are buying houses up before they go on the market or they buy them up immediately after they're on the market. So you really need a, an agent that can help you navigate that, help you get through some of it, and also not help you go into a bidding war against uh, an investor and you're going to end up paying more for your house that you, you really wanted. So give Warren a call, 919-649-1294. Tell me you heard about it in the House of Jerks and you want to live right next door to the House of Jerks. Follow us on at Belly Up Media and at House of Jerks Pod on Twitter, House of Jerks Radio on Facebook and House of Jerks Podcast on Instagram. And if you'd like to be like Raleigh and you have a question for us and you want to get a free puck sent to you in the mail, send us an email to House of Jerks Podcast at bellyupsports.com. Even if you don't have a question, you just have a comment, you're curious about something that we've talked about on the episode, or you just want to say, hey, Brian, we think you're an idiot. That's fine too. Whatever you want to email me, send us an email. We'd be happy to, to chat with you and interact as much as possible. And if you get your comment on the air, we will send you a puck. Until next time, jerks out.